to the Let's Talk BS podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia. And we're coming to you live from the... 757. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Sophia. How you doing? Why Why you doing this? I know. I am, like, <laughs> going left, going right. <laughs> oh, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. It's good. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I think this is the biggest break we've had between um, recording, right? It's been over a month. Yeah, it has been. A lot, lot going. Basically, the whole month of August, we're now, you know, what first, second week of September, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Schools back in session. Schools you know? back. Yep. Schools back. Shoot, it got to be a bit much when it came to volleyball because, um, so <clears throat> the reason why we had to temporarily stop was because our schedules didn't match match up on Friday. So, um, Friday morning, I was basically no no longer able to record because Amaya had. Um, could uh, uh, not conditioning. What's the next one? Practice. She made the high school volleyball volleyball team, and so she had practices. So once she was she was going through conditioning, conditioning was straight. They didn't have anything on Friday, and then once she made the team, they went straight into practicing because the season actually started before school started in um, Chesapeake. So she had to be there at eight o'clock on Friday. So there was no way that I was going to make it to drop her off at school, then come back to Virginia Beach to record, and then make it back within the two-hour time frame of practice ends to... That would um, been a lot. Yeah, yeah that's too much. So, And yeah. then you couldn't accommodate afternoon, so it just yeah. it just didn't... We could, we had to stop. Yeah. But we're back. We back, baby. We back. We back. <laughs> but yeah. a lot has transpired since then. Yeah, it's a lot, man. It's a lot going on. You know, just in the the real estate world, a lot of, you know, with a couple of trips going on, just it's been a lot. Summer's been good, man. I would say this was a good summer. It went by pretty fast, but it did. I would say this was definitely one of your better summers, you know. So it was good stuff, man. I know um I think the last time we recorded I was getting ready to head out to Vegas to see a boxing fight, um, Earl Spence versus uh Terrence Crawford. Uh that okay. was really, really good. I had a really good time. That was the end of July. Um so uh, we, me, Brooke, and I went. We had mm-hmm. a really, really good time. Um, I feel like before we, before normally before we go somewhere, we always have like you know must haves or must things that we want to do. And I feel like this was one of the trips where we actually did literally every single thing we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That that always feels good when uh when that happens, right? So um, the fight was good. My boy lost. He got his his ass beat, which sucked. But mm-hmm. um, outside of that, I mean, we had really, really good seats. Yeah. Um, I mean, we were literally, I think, 10 rows from, like, the ring. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was a lot of different, like, celebrities. The area that we were in, I mean, I seen a lot of celebrities, man. I got to take pictures, uh, take a picture and actually meet one of my favorite rappers, uh, Andre 3000. So, that was pretty cool. Um, you know, he was real gracious. And there was a whole bunch of other boxers, a whole bunch of other celebrities that I, you know, saw. I seen Manny Pacquiao. You know, he's a, one, one of your better fighters uh, of our generation. So, I was able to speak to him. And my one of my good friends, that's his favorite fighter. So, you know, I sent the picture to him. He was like, oh, my God. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool, man. It was hot. Is I don't know what out there. <laughs> Literally, it was 115 degrees, and that was like the the like as far as like it was like 115, 117, 118. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was blazing hot. Now the one good thing about where we were, we stayed at Aria. Like the places that we wanted to go were like connected to Aria. So a lot of times we never really even had to go outside. Um, even like the mall, could have the Crystal Shopping Mall, right? That's connected. You just walk through like this little breezeway, 
Um, we went to the Bellagio and a couple other um, couple other hotels that we could just take the tram through there. Um, there were times, obviously, we had to go outside. We did walk around a little bit. We even went to the pool, and um, it was hot. Like I've never been at a point. I've never been in a situation where you're in a pool and and you're you're hot inside the pool. Mm. So if your your head, the only time we weren't hot is like if you were underwater. But if you're standing up, and you know how most time you're standing in a pool or whatever, waters to your waist, to your chest, whatever, like you were still like the upper half of your body was blazing hot. Mm. So like I mean, we were only in the pool for a little bit, man. Um, but it was cool. Like I said, we had a really really good time, and. Uh, you know, I had a ball, man. It was good. It was good to get away for a little bit. You know, get away, get away from the those children. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. So that same exact weekend, that was me and Jada's uh, birthday weekend. So my birthday was that Sunday, um, July 30th. And then Jada's birthday was uh, that Monday, July 31st. So we had her birthday party on that um, Saturday. And we did the birthday party at Ocean Breeze. And so. Ocean Breeze. I ain't been to Ocean Breeze in a minute. Yeah. That used to be a place we used to frequent when I was a, like mm-hmm. like about, about your daughter's age teenage age like pretty frequently a lot that was, that's, so how was that was it pretty so cool? it was actually really good so we got there we got an extra large cabana um we got in the cabana we had like a tv we had a fan um we had like a huge like birthday table we had a refrigerator so we were able to store the uh, cake and stuff inside the refrigerator they accommodated like some water and stuff like that, but we brought you know our own little stuff as well. Okay. Um. And then I bought like meal tickets for all the tickets, um, for the kids and the parents who came. So I felt like you know if I'm inviting you to a birthday party, I paid for the parent and the child to get in because yeah. I didn't want anybody to drop their kid off. At the birthday party, a parent had to stay since he was dealing with water. So of they course. had to go and take their kid wherever they needed to go. It was in the water park. But it was real cool because we were there all day. We literally started at 11. So I'm, it was. It must have been really hot that weekend, it, though, too, It right? was very hot. Okay, yeah. But it was really cool because the birthday party really didn't have an end time. We literally were there from 11 until 8, 8 p.m. Or, yeah, 8 p.m. when the, the whole when day? The whole day. Oh, wow. The whole day. And y'all, I mean, because that's Ocean Breeze is like outside. So there's no it's like. Outside. I think they have like a shelter area, but you're still outside though, right? Or yeah, we had a cabana though. Cabana, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did, did that help, I guess, with like. Yeah. Heat? Oh, it did? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. The okay. cabana had a, like I said, a fan in it. It oh, okay. had a TV, it had oh, okay. a couch, it had a table. Oh, they doing it up. I mean, it they had. ain't had none of that stuff back, back when we was going it on. It probably there. did. You probably <laughs> just didn't pay attention That's to it. That's true. I was young. I ain't had no money. I ain't had no money before. <laughs> I was looking at it. My mom was like, go to the wave pool, bro. Yep. Go to the wave pool. Yeah, that's free. You know yep. that? Or not free, but, you know, yeah. general admission. Yeah. So, yeah. So we had, like, a space to accommodate all the people who were there. So it was real good. That was really, really fun. Um, Left there the next day, really didn't do much because that was my actual birthday. And because me and Jada's back, uh, birthdays are back-to-back, I don't leave on my actual birthday to do anything. We just spend that weekend celebrating her. And then I decided <laughs> to go to Houston this year for my birthday. So I'm going to be telling you that. Yeah, Houston, yeah. Texas. Yeah, yeah so we it went to hot Houston. down there too then, right? Yes, it was very, very hot yeah. in Houston. But... It was actually opposite of what you said in the pool. It was actually really, really cold by our pool. Oh, so wow. okay. I stayed at the um at the marquee in Houston. And the marquee in Houston 
has a lazy river that's the shape of Texas. And they have a um infinity pool. And so after 6 p.m., it's adults only. So we went to the pool. We hung out there. And it's like, it's not necessarily rooftop. I don't know if, you know, you know what I mean by that. Like, the pool was not downstairs on ground level, but it wasn't at the top of the actual oh, yeah, hotel. Yeah, yeah. But it's like yeah, somewhere. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, like in between. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've seen. I mean, even when we was in Vegas, like, there were, uh, like, other hotels that you could see, like, their pools, their pools yeah. like, from where we were and all that. So, exactly. yeah, yeah. So I, it's I not necessarily rooftop, but yeah, it is considered a rooftop pool. Yeah. And the yeah. breeze, because if you ever lived. Or, or between, like, the buildings or whatever. Correct. If you ever sense. lived in downtown anywhere where there's a lot of buildings, and I'm not talking downtown Norfolk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be coming from but, my city, man. Or my, my area, you know what I'm saying? But if you lived in a you know, metropolitan area, like, those buildings, they produce a different type of, like, breezeway that in between those buildings. And so up on that roof, the breeze was so good that in the water, you did feel kind of chilly. Wow. So, yeah. 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 Especially at night like that. I feel like Houston is, like, really, like, over the last, I would say, like, seven to, seven to, seven to ten years, maybe, maybe five to seven years, has really been, like, talked about and like as far as a place to go you know food wise and then just like the culture a lot of folks go there to hang out party have a good time Um, i've never been to houston before how how was it it so it was really good so okay um that friday we got there it was me and my cousin that actually went it was just me and her that went there together okay and that friday we came in we uh, dropped our bags off at the hotel because we got there pretty early. So we just went to the front desk and we checked in. But the room, of course, was not ready. Um, and we dropped our bags off. So then we left there and we went to breakfast. We went to this place called the Breakfast Club. And that place was all right. It was like one of the places that you're supposed to hit up when you're in Houston. But yeah. wasn't, you know, it wasn't all that. So then... Um, Left there, we went to this really dope museum. Like, the museum was just, like, really cool. Like, it was it was basically, it was almost like a selfie museum. Like, you can go into the different rooms and take all these different pictures, but it was, like, really, I don't know. It, it was just, it was a nice, it was a nice museum. And I usually try to check out a museum in every city that I go to because I like that type of stuff. So, yeah. we did that. Of course, we had to stop at the liquor store and get some liquor for our room, you know, just in case. <laughs> just in case we we don't go nowhere, you know how that goes. They normally shoot. They normally be having room stocked with liquor. No, they didn't have. Not yeah, at the yeah, marquee. Not, they had room was, stocked yeah, with liquor. No, yeah. it was actually opposite. Yeah, yeah, they usually do, but this yeah. one didn't, and it was a pretty expensive hotel too. Um, but we left there, and then we went to um the Electric Feel Good Bar, um. That place was okay, and then that night, though, we went to this restaurant called Bunkin' Up, and when I tell you it was so good, the atmosphere was so nice, Mm -hmm. like, I would frequent that here if we had one. Do you have, like, is there anything, obviously I know we don't have one, as you said, right, but is there anything that you would equate that place to be that is kind of... On the same I mean, level it's a here. steakhouse, mm-hmm. so I don't know. No, not no. Nothing, nothing here that we got that's like the same vibe. Not th- I mean, what you know, I don't really go anywhere, so 
honestly. Yeah. I That's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> but not here. Not here. Okay. Nah. But okay. this place was really, really nice. Uh, every it was ran black owned. Oh, it was black uh-huh. owned. Okay. Yeah. Black owned steakhouse too. That's yeah. what's up. And yeah. they had really good um drinks. One of the owners actually made me my own drink because it was my birthday. Okay. So when you walk into the restaurant, they offer you champagne for free oh, at no charge. As soon as you walk in, you get a glass of champagne. Okay. Um, there was a lot of like, it was you could tell like the crowd was kind of like between. They didn't look too young because they were they were dressed up pretty good. So I would say they were between like twenty five to maybe like forty. Was okay. the age range. It wasn't really too many old people in there, but it really wasn't too many um young people either. Okay. Um, it was definitely grown and sexy, very upscale. Um, I'm trying to think. They play music, so it's kind of like I don't even know what they hear that really play music at dinner. Like what? Like like real music. They was playing like Drake and you know like hip hop, yeah. not yeah. just your elevator music. Yeah, I don't. Is there any restaurant here that does that? I don't think so. Not not no. hip hop music. No, nah, I mean you got places that play like some soft, like you know, music, but you know nothing. I wouldn't say anything like with hip hop with upbeat with tempo. Like you even have some restaurants that have like a live band that play. You know what I mean? But you know they're yeah. not playing yeah. like hip hop music. They're playing this more is, like you know date yeah. night kind of soft yeah, no. music or whatever. This so. was like they played. They didn't play anything too raunchy. I'm not saying that. They wasn't playing like Cardi B or anything. Yeah. And they wasn't playing Drake, you know, music where he curses a lot. Yeah. But they were playing like some of his music. They were playing other types of R&B and hip-hop type music that's kind of like that crossover feel. Yeah. But still has that up-tempo type of beat to it. Okay. And that was pretty cool. Um, that is though. I'm trying to think. I'm sit- Ever since you said, I'm sitting here thinking there is nothing that we have. Yeah. At least that I can remember, because um, uh-uh. Brooke and I, we we I feel like I've been to pretty much all the what's what places around here. There's been some new ones that popped up I haven't been to quite yet, but yeah, I, there's nothing like that. Nah, nothing like that not here, but it's okay. like that, and usually in bigger cities, they correct. they have that all the correct. time. Correct. Um, and so did that that Saturday we went. I don't even remember what we did on Saturday. Oh, we went to a coffee shop, black owned coffee shop that was pretty pretty cool. Um, we went to some dinner place called Muse, but on Sunday, we went to this gay party at Chapman and Kirby's, and it was, I believe, 30 and up, which was so cool, because I really didn't want to be around a bunch of 21-year-olds, um, and it was a gay party, and it was like, it was the atmosphere of you being out at, like, a club, mm-hmm. but it was during the day, so I literally was back at the hotel in the bed by nine people. <laughs> Yeah. So it was perfect for me. <laughs> and Houston, Houston is, it was a central time, right? And then like an hour behind hour, East yeah. Coast, right? Okay. Yeah. And then I ended up running into people. So I celebrated my birthday with that weekend, but I guess there were some people that I went to high school with that was there. There oh, were wow. some people from Virginia that was there. Oh, wow. And we all just kind of got together and had fun. Oh, <laughs> and my cousins, I have some cousins that live out there. They linked up and came out and hung out with us. Okay. One of my really good girlfriends moved out there. She came out and hung out with us. So it was just like a really, really good time. That's dope. Yeah, it was It was real nice to see people that I haven't seen since high school. Yeah. Yeah, that's 
Because I don't usually run into people that I went to high school with. Especially with you, I know, because you went to high school <laughs> in Michigan. In Michigan, so yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you haven't lived there, you in know, me. really back since then. No. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Because, like, for me, it's different because I see, you know, I grew up, I'm in the same area that I grew up. Yeah. So, I do, I do see a lot of people that I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. But there are occasions where I'll come across somebody who I haven't seen since high school. And it's like, oh, man, you know. So, yeah. yeah so, that was pretty, pre- that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then, um, I checked out Trill Burgers, which was really How was that? Good. Was that good? Yeah, that was, was good? really, really good. Okay. I like that a lot. And yeah. I'm not even a, a, bur- a burger person like that only likes meat because that's all that's on there. It's just it's hamburger, mm-hmm. um, bacon, cheese, onion, and their special sauce. That's, that's what I like. Yeah, Minus see, the I, onion. I don't like the onion, but yeah, that, that sounds just well, like the, the type of burger. the onion was like cooked onion. Like, yeah, I, I still, I'm, I'm good oh, on yeah. onion on burgers, yeah. Oh, uh, it, was, it was good, like. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like that. I'm a very it when it comes to burgers, I'm plain. Just give me cheese. I like bacon. And I put I put the, the swan on pretty much anything. Like even if I get like a deli sandwich, I'll put bacon on that oh, too. Oh yeah, uh-uh. you know what I'm saying? Like a BLT or something. So. Me, I like everything. I want the tomato and the lettuce oh, and the yeah. pickle, and I don't like raw onion, but I'll do cooked onion and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it was awesome. Like that That's burger was really yeah, good. I seen, and I, I had their trail um soda. That don't soda too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen um. On Instagram, I've seen a lot of people, like, you know, um, obviously Bun B, you know, he's, uh, he, he spoke on Houston. He's, you know, from Houston. He's, he's been heavily, um, you know, I, I guess you could say heavily touted as one of the better artists to come out of Houston. And so um, I've seen him on Instagram, like, promoting, you know, the, the Trill Burger, um, the restaurant. And I've seen uh, a lot of people stop through and show him love or mm-hmm. whatnot. So that's dope. I'm going to have to put Houston on um one of my places to go, you know, here in the, uh, in, the in the United States. I haven't been to Houston. A couple of places. I ain't been to Houston. I want to go to Colorado. I want to go. Yeah, to I want to go to Colorado. I've never been to New Orleans before. I never been to New Orleans either. Um, well, yeah, I never been to New Orleans, but I, apparently I lived in uh, Baton Rouge when I was a child. No, no, I just know? I just found that. Well, one of my cousins told me that, but he told me while he was drinking, so I was like. You know how you take. <laughs> you said he told you why you was drinking, so you don't believe it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you tripping. Like I ain't live, I ain't live there. And so my brother actually sent me a picture, a picture here recently, when I was a kid, and he was like, yeah, um, you was living in Louisiana at the time. I was like, oh, so he, so this real then? If he was, yeah, it, yeah my okay. Bro- my oh, brother confirmed it. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I was living in Louisiana. <laughs> I've lived in Atlanta too. Oh, I knew word. about that, but okay. I didn't know about Louisiana. That was new for me. That's what's up. Yeah, so that's so obviously it sounds like your birthday weekend was great, right? Oh, as yeah. far as the when you went down to Houston. So that's uh yeah. that's that's pretty good. That's dope. Um like also what else we had going on? We had uh the basketball tournament. Oh, Remember that? Yeah. That was that was good. So um I think we mentioned it before excuse me. I think we mentioned it before. <laughs> <laughs> I think we mentioned it before, but we had a um we created a, a tournament called HARP. Uh, which stands for uh, which stood for Hampton Roads Real Estate Professionals Tournament. So it was a tournament that we had actually at my old high school, at Tallwood High School, mm-hmm. and um, we wanted to have like you know anyone who's de- anyone who's in the realm of real estate. So if it's a real estate agent, if it's an insurance agent, uh, title company, home inspector, appraiser, mortgage professional like us. Um, contractor. Yeah, contractor, even we even open it up to investors as well. Mm-hmm. Someone who's a an investor, you mm-hmm. know, a builder, anything like that. Um, so we had a big tournament where we had you know eight teams participate. Um, 
and it was cool. Like I, I mean, how did you think it went? Oh, I think it was good. Yeah, it was it really was good. Really nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was uh, what was it? August it was the nineteenth and twentieth. It was a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, it was for it was Saturday, and Saturday and Sunday. Sunday yeah, yeah, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, it started at uh, nine a.m. Yeah, till about four, five. four or five o'clock. Yeah, yeah five o'clock each five day. Um, yeah, it was cool, double man. Double elimination. Yeah, double elimination. I mean, we had uh, we had a, an Atlantic Bay team, so the, the mortgage company that we work for, mm-hmm. uh, we went one and two in the tournament. We lost our first game, won the second, and then lost the second day. Um, so that was unfortunate, but it was cool. Like I seen like a whole bunch of guys that um. I hadn't seen in a while guys that say that, hey, I can hoop, I can do this. So we got to see what they had, you know, got to see what was mm-hmm. going on. And um, and in our industry, we have a lot of like competitive stuff, but yeah. it's usually like golf yeah. or, or kickball kick and stuff yeah. like that. So we wanted to implement. Chili cook-offs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chili cook-offs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Picnics. Yeah. Yep. So we wanted to implement something that was um, uh, surrounded by us yeah like we wanted to start something that was um uh unique yeah so i felt like basketball was one of those things where you didn't have to be outside (laughs) but at the same time it was a more competitive sport so i really enjoyed it i didn't actually play um i told myself that i wasn't going to um, participate in playing because I ain't in shape to be running up and down nobody's hey, court. Hey, I would say 80 to 90% of the few folks that was out there weren't in shape. That, that's what made it good to me. It was like everybody I felt, for the most part, obviously you had a couple people who were in shape or you know who were younger or whatnot, but mm-hmm. pretty much everybody was on the same type of level when it comes to like their in shapeness. So really, it was about your game. You know, it, what was your game like? And I felt like the folks who had game, you know, it's, it, it stood out a little bit more than the folks who didn't, you know what I mean? Or folks who had a little bit better game than that. So, um, but yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was real cool, man. We uh, had a really good time. Um, I know you participated in the three-point contest. Go ahead and share some I light did. on that one. I did. So, it was funny because I was out there shooting around just, just to be – you know, doing something. I was just shooting around or whatever. And the guys that I was shooting around with was like uh, capital F. So the the guys that I was shooting around with, I started going around the world and I was hitting all my jump shots. It was like, wait, hold on. Why are you not playing? Right. And I was like, because I don't want to play. Like, I can shoot, but I ain't going to run up and down this court. That's and just and I, I'm going to get on you on that one a little bit because – our team, we were shorthanded. And what did I and say? I was like, what did I say? But I'm talking about even before like the tournament. I was like, yo, like, because you told me like, you know, your daughter, y'all like sometimes would go to open gyms on the weekend and y'all would True. hoop. And so I was like, yo, like, and we had a we had um, Laura, one of our teammates. She was on the team. She didn't even play. She did play. She played the first day. Oh, okay. Yeah, she played a little the bit first the first game. game. First game. I'm sorry. Okay. First game. Yeah, she played yeah. a little bit the first game. But um, and we had Cat. Also, as well, um, she Remember, participated. I took, she played I as took well. a picture of y'all. Mm-hmm. Her everybody's shirt was wet, but Laura's. <laughs> so I don't think she played. I think she, she just. She played. I, I remember. She was a body. Yeah, she yeah. <laughs> but but I'm sad. But I mean, nah. I could have been a body if that's, that's what she needed. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just I'm gonna obviously give you a little bit of hard time on it, but just because uh-huh. um 
you know, we, we were a little short-staffed, I would say, as far as our team goes. We had a couple people who couldn't make it. I told them, um, I said, if you really, 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 really need. But why we got to go all the really, reallys, though? Why can't we just have you say, hey, I, hey I'm, I'm, sign, I'm I'm playing. I'm a part of the squad. Because I was doing other stuff. It wasn't I was like too. I was just sitting there. I was doing other stuff, What'd too. What'd you do? Oh, I did the same stuff you did. What'd you do? Okay. Scoreboard. People calling me, hey, where I got to go? Helping people sign up for stuff. Giving mm-hmm. instructions. Uh, food. Like, I did a lot of stuff. I, I, hope, I mean, you don't think I was doing stuff that weekend? Yeah, I do think that. I was just asking. Yeah, the DJ, letting people know where you got to do this, where you got to go here. You know, doing the scorebook, you know? Yeah, I don't like doing the scorebook. I'll be so into the game that I ain't paying attention to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, that is funny. When you're back there, because I even, me too, like, I'll sit there, especially a couple games where it was, like, people who I, like, know, and I was, like, yeah. kind of cheering for a little bit. Uh-huh. Or I was like, oh, You're yeah. like, hold on, wait. I was like, yeah, good shot. shot I was like, I was like, good shot. They were like, hold on, we got to fix the score. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. boom. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. Yeah. And then the second day, my daughter came out, and she did the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Um, majority of the time, actually. She yeah. actually did yeah, she all did. of, like, maybe one game, maybe? I think she took a break. One game? Nah, she took a little bit more more than one game. I remember. I think she got a little time. she told me. it was me. two games then. But it wasn't a, she she did majority of yeah, the Yeah, she time. did she did like the first half. I remember yeah. like the first half of the day and I think the last like couple of games. I know the last like two or three games I know I did. So I know she was um saying I think her back was hurting or something yeah. like that. So because yeah. it is you sitting there, you know, you're you know uh-huh. yeah. for hours yeah. upon hours. But yeah. it was it was cool though. Yeah, yeah. We had a good time and I like I uh Regis shout out to Regis title. Um, they were victorious. They won the championship. Listen, Regis took the championship, the MVP, the <laughs> three-point uh, three contest. contest. I mean, everybody yeah. on that team won everything that we had to offer. So, yeah. Yeah. shout out to them. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Regis title. My boy, Jeremy Mason, he's a guy I went to high school with. Uh, he was on a football team with me. I mean, he's doing big things. Uh, mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a, a local attorney, black attorney. Um, so, he's a guy I definitely support. And um, you know he's uh he, he has he has things going on with Regis Title and his his, uh, his real estate firm. So shout out mm-hmm. to him and his squad for winning. Um, they got to come come strong next year though. I think we might have, after all the people I've spoken to, a lot of folks were like, "Hey man, next year is going to be different. It's going to be a different result." So I'm really looking forward to you know mm-hmm. seeing how things uh, transpire over the next couple of years as we uh you know get this thing bigger and better. So. Yeah, yeah, that was a really good event. So I can't wait for the one next year. Yeah. We should be uh, reaching out to everybody who participated this year. And we already got a date on the books. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout, like I said, shout out to Aldi. And I, I made a Facebook post about it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just obviously on here, I just want to shout out to all the vendors and sponsors. I mean, we had an mm-hmm. uh, overwhelming amount of people wanting to help um, as far as just financially, as far as just wanting to be a part of the event. Folks taking out their whole weekend during mm-hmm. the summer to participate to play in a basketball tournament. Bringing their families. Yeah, bringing their families coming there out. Watching yeah. all day. Yeah. I mean, it, this was an all day event. It was kind of like having a, a job over the weekend, yeah. but it was really cool to see. There was like a little auxiliary gym where all the kids kind of hung out yep. and they did their thing. Yeah, my while kids were running around, jumping off stuff, doing yeah. stuff they not supposed to. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was uh, it was it was a good time. Like I said, and I also saw some people I hadn't seen in a while. Um, as well, so it was good stuff, man. Yeah. It was really good stuff. And like was. I said, it was good. It was dope to have it at my my old high school, and that was one of the reasons I wanted to do it there because I feel like, like for my high school that I went to, it's a lot of people that are still around here, but I feel like they're just not. Nobody's really giving back or doing anything like mm-hmm. there. Which, I mean, like the the people that were in leadership in our high school weren't the greatest. I'll be honest. There's been a lot of change or turnover 
Um, so the relationship from, you know, the people that are involved now to when I was growing up, or even the last 10 to 15 years, like, I don't really see a connection there at all. Did but. y'all have, like, any, um, because even my year, I graduated high school in 05. Yeah, I did too, 05. And um, even for us, we haven't had any re- real reunions or anything. So, yes, we actually had a reunion, a 10-year reunion in, t- in 2015. So, yeah, we had one one reunion. Um, I remember. Did you go? Yeah, I actually went. Oh, I went. Okay. Yeah, it was down at the oceanfront. It was at Mahi Ma's. Um, a nice seafood spot that's kind of been on the map. I know Pusha T had mentioned it in a song like a year or two ago, and so it's kind of been like, you know, put on the map because of that or whatever. But Where is Mahi Ma's? It's like, if you know where, um, I think it's like near like 5th to 7th Street, if you know where Waterman's is, down on the oceanfront, you probably, Waterman's, yeah, Waterman's. Oh, oceanfront. Yeah, oh, oceanfront. Oh, I'm thinking, oh, Lord have mercy. What yeah. was you thinking? I was thinking Norfolk? Waterside. Oh, Waterside, nah, nah, yeah, okay. the oceanfront, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Um, yeah, um, I know Mahi- Waterman's is. Yeah, Waterman's. Yeah. It's right there. It's a strip of, like, a couple of different seafood restaurants in that, in I that area. I think I've been there before. Yeah. Yeah, Mahi Ma's. It's, it's pretty good. Um, I've been there a couple of times. Brooke and I went there, like, a year, like, you know, some last summer. We didn't go this summer. We went last summer. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, I had my, uh, f- my, our class reunion or 10-year reunion. And it's funny because I remember that was right when I had just kind of started dating Brooke. Because that was like eight, yeah, eight, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. And so she actually like dropped me off there. Like, I remember that. That was like one of the first times, like, probably like maybe a fourth or fifth time we hung out. Excuse me. And um, I wasn't ready to like bring her to that yet because it was like we were on a fresh relationship. Mm-hmm. So she dropped me off um, there or whatnot. But yeah, yeah, I had that then. And I, I mean, I guess we're coming up now on 20 years, but 2025 will be a 20 year reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we'll see if it's, uh, you know, I, I still remember our class president. Do you remember who your class president was and everything? Mm, like no. on your Facebook? Okay. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember my class president. Um, shout out to Kyle Hollis. So I remember he. Uh, I don't remember who our. I, I feel like he's doing big things. I think he does like IT or something like that. He has his own business like in Northern Virginia. So mm-hmm. I think Kyle is doing good. But um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we have some. I always like to participate in stuff like that and seeing. I mean, with Facebook and social media, it's kind of different though because I feel like you're able to kind of at least a little bit yeah. see what everybody got going on, mm-hmm. at least what everybody tells you they got going on, because who, who knows what's real and what's not. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Facebook will have you thinking that they, they live in their best life. Meanwhile, correct. it's all happening from their parents' basement. <laughs> correct. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely correct. So, you know, yeah, I mean, so that's why I feel like it's a little bit different. It's probably not as much of a, a push to have class reunions because people kind of, like, can see what people got going on from afar. But I still think it's dope to kind of get everybody, you know, together and, you know, talk about what's going on. Network is good. Make a connection. You know, maybe if you're looking to change careers or mm-hmm. whatever it is, I mean, you know, you might be able to make a connection there. So I think that stuff like that is uh, is really good. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll have one in uh, 2025. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't even know if we'll have one. I didn't go to the 10, 15. I don't even see anything on the books for a 20 year. So, uh-huh. so do you know, I guess, do you know if they actually had it and you just didn't go or you're saying like, no, they didn't, they didn't have, have anything nothing. formal. Okay. They probably had like a meetup for a few something? people. Yeah. yeah. Got okay. together, but nothing yeah. like, cause I see the class 2000, what? I think five. So 2004, three, 2003 just had something really big. Um, and I saw them okay. on Facebook where they had like this whole thing. Cause I joined that that page okay because i knew a lot of people who graduated in 2003 so i joined it just to kind of you know keep up and see what was going on but 
2005, nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. But, I mean, a lot of people in my class, from what I know, they don't really live there like that. And if they do, they live, like, out, far out. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I, I mean, a, a lot of people, like, here, I mean, because, you know, we have a big military. So, so, I had a good amount of folks that went away military-wise. But outside of military, most folks... <laughs> They still live, because in this area is a lot of opportunity, so, like, here and, like, as you go, like, northern Virginia, D.C., so most folks, like, that I went to high school with, they still either live here, or they've kind of migrated, like, not too far, like, yeah, Yeah. maybe migrated to, like, northern Virginia, Richmond area, Mm -hmm. D.C., or even, Mm -hmm. like, down, like, Charlotte, so it's, like, it's been, like, a four or five hour drive, you know what I'm saying, like, nobody's really kind of, like, went to Cali, unless it's, like, military or something like that, or went somewhere, like, you know, the Midwest or whatnot. Yeah, you would yeah. think that my parents would be in the military and give me places to eat live, but <laughs> nope, that's yeah. just me. I think yeah. I get it from my dad. He moved whole continents. At least I'm still in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, I feel you. I, I kind of, I remember my dad said uh, growing up, because, you know, my dad was military. Um, and shout out to my pops, too, man. I, we uh, Last weekend, we were talking in uh, over at my sister's house. My sister just moved back to the area. And um, she was living in Richmond, actually, speaking of, you know, people moving around and everything. She was in Richmond for the last year, and she just moved back to uh, here to Hampton Roads, uh, top of August. So uh, we're talking about Pops. He, uh, he, uh, he, has, he officially retires from the shipyard, uh, I think it's October 29th, but he has so much leave saved up that I think it was a week ago he uh, just hadn't he stopped working there at the shipyard. So he just basically is riding his leave out until his official retirement date. So this is his second retirement. So um, shout out to my pops. You know, I'm proud of him, happy for him, happy that he's entering this next phase of his life. And um, He just graduated too, right? Yeah, yeah. He um he graduated as well. He has his uh his doctorate uh, in theology. So I mean, my pops is killing. He's actually thinking about, um, he was telling me that he's going to, and that's where I get my, my work ethic from. I, I would say most people around me feel that I'm a hard worker. Um, and so, like, this dude is about to retire a second job. He's going to be steady. He gets retirement, disability, all that, you know, not knocking on his age, he gets Social Security, you know, all of that, right? But he's still – Yeah, right, right. He still <laughs> wants to, like, do stuff for the community. So he wants to, like, teach, um, be a professor. Like, he's got a job that just – because he graduated with his, his uh, master's degree – excuse me, Doctor. his doctor's degree in theology, like, the school he graduated from offered him a position to – be a professor and to actually teach theology there at the school um, online. And so he's, like, really tossing around, really strongly considering doing it um, just because that's all he knows. All he knows is how to work, you know, even with him, you know, should be, you know, even though with him retiring. So, you know, shout out to my pops. Proud of him, man. You know, he's my idol, as always, and he's my guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's it's been a long yeah, it's been a long month. I can't month. even think of nothing else that. Yeah, Nile had his birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Now right? my boy Nile had his birthday party. Oh, so you know what? What? Sorry. So I remember you telling me that you guys have done. Um, so you think you can cook now? Right there on battlefield. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So my daughter just signed up for culinary arts and culinary class at the high school. Okay. And the owner of that place is her teacher. Instructor. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fire. That's mm-hmm. dope. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So that's right. My son's birthday, August 12th. Um, so that weekend, a couple of things. My boy turned five. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he has long hair. If anyone's ever seen me post pictures of my of Not my children, anymore. yeah, he has. <laughs> yeah, he has, he he had past tense had long hair, and so one of the things he wanted to do for his birthday was he wanted to get his hair cut. Uh-huh. Um, he's like, I want to look like daddy. So I was like, oh, man, don't pull up my heartstrings, son. You know. So we uh, took him to the barber shop, same barber shop I go to. Shout out to Malik, and uh, he got my son his, ha- his first haircut because he was. I mean, he was trimmed his hair up, kind of cut loose ends over the years, but nothing like cutting it down low. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, so yeah. So anyway, we cut his hair, man. It was crazy. Like I, he looks just like me now. I would say like right. everybody says he looks more like my twin now because obviously we have now the same hairstyle. Um, but uh, but yeah, we had his birthday party at uh, at the spot you were just mentioning. So now you can cook. Um, and it was really good. Like we had a lot of his. Uh, typically, because his birthday is in the summertime, um, we just have like my friends' kids come to his yeah, birthday. Yeah, because it's hard trying to get people to, from school to come during to the a summertime. Yeah, party. it's very difficult. It's very difficult. So this I year, I had that issue. Where, issue well, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this year, we, you know, um, the school allowed us to get like because of the classwork work. Sometimes there's emails that sent out that has like the you know everybody's email address. We, we sent out emails uh, to everyone in his, that's in his class, and um, we also sent the birthday cards as well through the email. And so we had, like, 16 parents respond and say Ooh, that they wanted to come. Yeah, which was, I mean, it's a lot. Like, we were expecting hopefully to get, like, 8 to 10, and it was even doubled that. So um, it was cool. Like, they really liked it because we've been to, I'm pretty sure you probably experienced it as well with your children. We've been, like, over the summer, we have went to probably, like, maybe four to five birthday parties and you know typically they're always at the bounce house or they're yep. at you know some maybe somebody's house or that you know the trampoline party they're, they're always like it's all the same with that like the you know mm-hmm. play uh, funville you know those types of things so we were like hey we want to do something that's a little bit different the kids are starting to you know that age five they're starting to kind of like understand things and learn things that have a different interest or whatnot um and with it being really hot outside obviously we want to do something inside um, so yeah, that was what we did, man. It was really good. We got a lot of good, uh, feedback, a lot of good response from the parents. They really enjoyed it. A couple of them were like, you know, asking for more information from, you know, from the teacher and everything that was there to, you know, how they could potentially like do it yeah. or, you know. That's the cool. reason why I did the birthday party at Ocean Breeze is I was like, we've done the, the jump place. We've done yeah. Funville. We've done all these different places. I wanted to do something that was a little bit different Yep. because it's summer, maybe implement some water, but. Yep. Obviously, my requirement was that the parent had to stay, and it was actually pretty cool. Nobody, even though I had that big cabana, nobody was in the cabana. Everybody stayed on a water slide in the lazy river, mm-hmm. or they stayed doing something else. Okay. The only time that people were there were to, I actually bought food vouchers. So I, all the teenagers, I gave them their food vouchers. They went and ate on their own somewhere in the park. Yeah. And then, um. The adults, they took their kids and they ate somewhere in the park. Um, a few people came back and actually ate at the cabana, but everybody really wanted to get back in the water so quickly that they just would eat and then hurry up <laughs> and go back into the water. So nobody was really, like, trying to sit at the cabana. And then when we sang happy birthday, uh, people ate cake, but that was pretty much it. Most of the people were in the water somewhere in the lazy river even my son Carter he was not trying to stay in the cabana he was he was in the water so much that he he ended up having to come out 
And he was so tired. You could see in his eyes the water and the sun had beat him up so oh, yeah, bad. You said y'all was out there from 11 to 8. Heck yeah. yeah he was so time. tired that I, I we ended up telling him, hey, just sit down for a second. And he fell asleep. The like I want to say he was asleep for forty five minutes. As soon as he must have like you know how when you turn over or something and you kind of open your eyes but you're not really like awake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he did that and realized he was in the water park still and he was like, "Can we go in the water?" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So they had a good time. That's cool. They really did. Everybody had a good time. Yeah. So I almost forgot about that. Yeah. My son's birthday, man. That was that was dope. Um, you know, we had a really good time. You know, with that. And then um, also another thing that happened, that was the most recent um, thing I did, was I went down to Atlanta for Invest Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was dope. You know, this guy's uh, Earn Your Leisure that I follow. I've been following them. And they kind of really got started during the, the pandemic a couple years ago where they just, you know, for our culture, uh, they give, you know, like financial literacy advice. You know, so say, you know, different things or just have conversations that a lot of us don't really normally have with amongst each other. Um, and so they've grown a really big following, and you know they've really gotten popular. And so they've had this uh, this big, huge, uh, I guess, gathering of the minds, I guess you can say, um, called InvestFest. I think this is the third year of them having it, and um, mm-hmm. they just get like a whole bunch of speakers. Um, you know, a lot of folks come and just network, you know, have get, have relationships, you know, just develop relationships. I'm sorry. Um, so it was cool. Like it was really, really good time. I went down there. Um, shout out to my boy Quentin. You know, uh, me and him. Went down there together, and then also um, I got to see my boy Lewis while I was down there as well. Um, I got to see a lot of, like, just see Diddy talk, Robert F. Smith. You know, he's a billionaire. Both of them are. Um, and just really get motivated, really make some connections down there. I'm licensed down there in Georgia as well, so I was really trying to, um, you know, figure out how I can start getting some more business down there. Um, I ran into my boy Aaron down there as well, um, so it was really good to see him. Um, but yeah, it was really Invest Fest was dope. It was really really good time. Um, we had the VIP, so uh, you know we were able to go to a, a party um, prior, like the night, the first night, Friday night, um, which was really cool. Had Jawu perform, so that was really really cool. And then um, I got to meet Joy Taylor. Uh, she's a a woman who does uh, sports, um, I guess talk you can say on TV as well. A lot of people be like, oh, a lot of people think she's you know gorgeous and you know have crushes on her or whatever. But I remember. I, Took a picture and posted on Instagram. A lot of people, were like, oh my God, you saw Joy Taylor or whatever, whatever. But um, but yeah, it was good. It was a good time, man. It was mm-hmm. really, really good time. Really good time. Yeah, not to you know change subjects about Invest Fest, but um, I was actually thinking of an idea of trying to implement you know that type of thing into mm-hmm. the school system. So hopefully, yeah. um, my idea will come to light. There we go. I just skipped a little second, but we still good. But um, we good now? I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. I've never had a stop before. Okay. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> I think I hit a button by mistake. So, but um, yeah, uh, it's been a little while, so we just trying to work out the, you know, work out the little kinks here. And yeah. There, you know what I'm saying? Look, you stop doing something for a few weeks, and you you act brand new. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like we've um, we talked a lot about you know personally some of the different things that's been going on. Correct. Um, it's been a like I said, busy into the summer, busy month. Um, but also in real estate, I mean, there's been, you know, some things going on. I mean, the market has, I would say, cooled down tremendously. When you tremendously, when you say that, yeah, yeah, these rates have definitely cooled down. Yeah, um, you have a lot more buy with everything slowing down the way 
they have been a lot more buyers are more aware, yeah. more conscious of the decisions that they're making when it comes to buying a house, especially with the rates being what they are. Yeah. Um. However, there's still a need to buy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's still people, especially in this area, who are um, coming to the area, whether it's military, whether they're moving here because of, you know, some other reason. But yeah. there are still people who are out there who don't want to rent because even though rates are where they are, they're a little bit higher than what we've seen in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, rent is high, too. Yeah. So I've had buyers really reach out to me and say, well, if I'm going to pay $2,500 for rent, I might as well buy a house, and that's really true. Yeah, you know, because um, when you rent something for twenty five hundred, chances are you're probably either in an apartment that's less less square footage, or you're renting, paying someone else's mortgage. Yeah, so you might as well pay your own. Correct. Um, yeah, I've had that conversation a lot recently. Yeah. Um, because rates are higher, you know, mortgage payments are higher, and um. You know, a lot of folks are like, hey, you know, should I just rent and wait till rates get lower? Mm-hmm. Or should I uh, go ahead and buy still? Or, and, and so I always tell folks, for me anyway, um, I think buying is, is definitely the better option. Mm-hmm. Even if you're paying the exact same thing. Let's say if the rent payment and the mortgage payment are the exact same thing. To me, it's just having that ownership and having that equity. Because once you start, once you own a home and you start making payments on it, mm-hmm. the house value is going to go up. And then what you owe on the home is going to go down. And that difference is equity. And that mm-hmm. equity is your money, you know. And so, sure you know, for me, it's like you want to start that clock of that equity starting mm-hmm. to grow now versus renting for another year or renting and waiting for rates to get a certain way or whatnot, you know. Exactly. So, I mean, that's so why. So, like, I, a prime example would yeah. be, right, I bought my house in December of 16. So, you might as well say I got it in 2017 right Mm -hmm. that's what i made my first mortgage payment was february 2017 okay we're in 2023 so that's what six years yeah six years later half years yeah Mm -hmm. i bought my house for two hundred and fifty thousand. Two houses on my same street and i live in a, a community so all of our houses you know they look similar you know um but my house is bigger than the two houses that sold. Those they sold. Those were three bedroom, three bath. I'm in a four three. Those houses sold for four ten and four hundred thousand. So chances are, I could probably put my house on the market for just slightly more, right? Yeah. My house is a little bit bigger. Yeah. I've been in the house six years, and I'm gonna walk away with almost what one eighty. One seventy five. Yeah, I guess it depends on. Yeah, it depends on what owe, I sell at. Which, or what you, what you oh, owe. Oh, right what now. I owe. Yeah. I owe, mm-hmm. you know, just shy of two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So we're we've been living in this house. If I calculate what I've paid in rent over the last six years, I'm gonna get all that money back plus some. A mortgage. <laughs> pay what you paid in mortgage. I mean, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. In mm-hmm. mortgage, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get all my mortgage payments back plus some. So right. that's the benefit. The power of ownership. Uh, yeah, it's power of ownership. Owning. Yeah. 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 I mean, like I said. Because if know. you were renting, you would have paid a deposit. Chances are your deposit, it matches your rent. So let's say your rent was, you know, $2,000. You're going to lose that deposit. Just normal wear and tear alone, unless you live like a monk. <laughs> like a monk. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you're going to lose your deposit because yeah. 
there's normal wear and tear on the flooring, if especially if you have carpet. Yeah. I mean, there's normal wear and tear when it comes to paint on the walls. Chances are something broke in the house if you've been there for six years, right? Yeah. So you're going to lose your deposit. And so even, you're walking away with nothing. Yeah, and even best case scenario, even like you say, you, even if you live like a monk or you live and your or your your landlord was very generous and you got your your security deposit back, I mean, you're getting $2,000 back versus you know, potentially like your situation, two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You know what I'm saying? So like that's a that's a huge difference. Um and that was just and it really just sparked from making a decision. You're paying the same amount a month monthly. Obviously during the time that you live there, you've probably had to spend a couple dollars here or there to do some things to the house that oh, you may or may not have to do as a tenant. But just because of you making that decision, hey, I wanna buy and own a home versus renting, you you're now the transfer of wealth, like you're now your net worth is now way more than what it would have been as a renter, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's just something that, to me, is just a mindset. And that's something I always tell people, you know, um, a lot of times, because it's not, you know, a lot of times people want to see the money in the physical, or they want to see in their bank account or whatnot. And it's not always, you know, say the money's in the house. Like, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, part of my, my language, like a drug dealer, when they say they put the money in the house or put the money in the bricks or whatever, it's like the money's attached <laughs> to the house. So whenever you wh- whenever you exit that house, I know it's kind of crazy, right? Hold on, wait, what? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My, my, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I grew up, I grew up around some no, folks, man. I just, no I, I, know, I know a little too much. But, uh, but yeah, so if you, you know, when you do exit that house, right, if it's for whatever reason, if you sell the house, uh, or if you just want to do an equity line, a home equity line of credit, where you just want to borrow some of that equity to to now make another investment. I mean, that's money that you have at your disposal to be able to do those things, man. So that's why ownership to me is very, very, very important. Ooh. You know, but I'm still I'm still on these bricks that you just. Oh started. man! <laughs> <laughs> what life you lived mm. in your prior life? Hold nah, on, wait, nah, wait. Nah, nah, I'll free them, Bill. They, they, I. I, d- I didn't partake in any of those type of activities, but I just, I know, believe me, I know what's going on. I know yeah, what happened. You're aware of your yeah, surroundings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what that College is. Park, College Park. College Park, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. CP, are you with me? <laughs> wait, hold on, wait. That's, that's that Kirk church? Franklin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but still, see how, like, I made it seem like, you know, CP, uh-huh. but, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Little play on words, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. No, yeah. not, not, not the yeah, but nah, it's it, like just kind of obviously bring it, br- <laughs> you silly. <laughs> obviously bring it, uh, bring it everything back. <laughs> like you know, right now rates are higher. The market has slowed, like I said, down tremendously. I know the amount mm-hmm. of applications I typically would get. I mean, I would say it's probably cut in half. You know, from yeah, what I normally get. Most definitely. Um, you know, and, and a lot of folks are seeing. I mean, even like. You know, now closing costs are coming back on a lot of deals as well. They so are, yeah. The contracts that I have been receiving, you know, sellers um, are, you know, willing to give closing costs and more willing to give closing costs mm-hmm. um, as well. So that's why I feel like that's even better now for buyers too. Um, you know, if you bought in the last three to four years, the benefit obviously is the amount of equity that your home, you know, rapidly got because home values increased at an all-time rate. But the hard part was just the competitiveness of you trying to put an offer in and have to outbeat certain people mm-hmm. and have to pay your own closing costs, paying above asking price. Right. Like right now, you know, for the most part, right? I mean, I would say definitely for the most part, you're not having to do that. So as far as the amount of money up front that you're having to take you know, out of your pocket to purchase a home, I mean, it's pretty slim, depending on, you know, especially if you're a first-time home buyer, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, 
That's why I say there are advantages. To me, it's always, depending on the market, there's always reasons why it's smart to buy. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes it's this reason, sometimes it's that reason. But right now, you know, it's, 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 it's we're more trending toward the buyer's market where, um, you know, you're not having to pay, you know, all your closing costs um, and you're not having to pay above what the initial asking price is or having to come out of your pocket over asking price mm -hmm. in the situation. So. Now, what yeah. I also and get a home inspection too. I mean, there was times you know where we were seeing people waiving home inspections, so they were buying into a bad situation. Now you're able to really process that home inspection, right. understand what's going on, ask for repairs, have those repairs complete, do a final walkthrough. Like those things were all like not That's really happening, yeah. you know, during uh, you know the heyday of the pandemic when rates being really really low. Yeah, so that was kind true. of the trade off. Now, one thing that I have also been seeing here recently, and even though rates are high, right? Yeah. Um, during this uh, time frame since we stopped getting those st stimulus checks, and now a lot more people have been using their credit cards yeah. to survive, yep. right? Mm -hmm. And so typically your credit card, depending depending on your um, your credit scores, the average interest rate on the credit card when you're not paying it off monthly is probably about 16 to 18% or more, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so all these people who are in these low rates, Two percent, three percent. They now have twenty five, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars in credit card debt. Yeah. And when you have an eighteen percent interest rate, your minimum payment, your minimum payment is like four or five hundred dollars a month, yeah. easy. And paying the minimum payment on a loan like that, you're never gonna get anywhere. You're gonna be paying that money back for the next thirty years if all you're doing is paying the minimum payment. Correct. So. What we've been seeing is people who have accumulated this debt since, you know, they stopped those uh, stimulus checks, they're now using their homes to pay off this debt. And although they're taking a higher rate of 6 or 7%, ultimately that beats them paying 18, 19, 20 to 24% on these credit cards that they have. And so... It's been helping them because now they're able to pull this equity out of the properties that they currently own to then pay off these credit cards that would never get anywhere. And they still, because the requirement that we have on when it comes to refinances, you still have to have a certain amount of equity in the home to even complete the, the refinance. So right. now they still have equity. Usually it's somewhere around 20% equity that's required. Give or take, some products do allow you know less. They they're paying off this debt and they're reducing their monthly expenses. So instead of paying an extra thousand, fifteen hundred dollars towards these credit cards per month, their monthly payment on their mortgage is going up maybe by five six hundred bucks, but they're pocketing more each month. So yeah. definitely, if you're in a if you find yourself in a situation like that, reach out to your trusted lender. Over Brian, us, yep, <laughs> and we can run those numbers for you, yeah. and we can let you know if refinance is a potential option for you, yeah. because yeah. it very well can be. Even though the rates are higher, yes, that that two percent, three percent rate looks pretty, but if you're dishing out four thousand dollars a month in bills, and we can reduce that by fifteen to two thousand dollars. Refinance may be the option for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, that's well said there, Sophia. Like, I mean, I have a situation that I just completed. I helped uh, 
on this couple refinance. It's a real good. I should been recently uh, golfing. I'll speak on that here in a second as well. But uh, me and this guy, uh, we went golfing, and we've kind of been you know golfing a couple times since uh, you know since I helped him. But you know, it's a couple that helped buy a house probably like eight or nine years ago, and um, you know, so they've since then obviously have developed a lot of equity in their home. Kind of similar to what you said, Sophia. Kind of around that same time, you know, they have over two hundred thousand dollars in equity in their home, mm-hmm. um, and so that's what we did for them. Like since then, I mean, <coughs> since they bought their house, they they had a son who was young then, um, so he's he's gotten older. Um, they've uh, you know bills, credit card bills. Um, um, they bought a new vehicle. Um, all these things have transpired. Their house now is kind of they want to do some upgrades to their home. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's been a lot of things that have happened that's transpired over the last eight years. So we were looking at a situation. They had a pretty good rate. I think the rate was like in the like the low fours, like four, like four percent or four point one two five. Um, so they had a really good rate. But what we did was we looked at how much they were out of pocket spending on those ancillary things, the credit cards, the car payment, um, mm-hmm. e- even student loans. Just there's different things that they were paying out, right? And we looked at their mortgage payment. And what we did was they took out. I want to say it was like about. $45,000 with paid off the car, paid off pretty much all of their credit cards. They didn't want to pay on cer- certain ones because they had 0%, but uh, paid off, I would say, 80% of their credit cards. And it also put like $20,000 in their pocket um, to do some little things that they wanted to do around the house. And that helped them as far as their out-of-pocket expenses. Their mortgage payment went up by, I think, by about 400 bucks. But the out-of-pocket expenses that they were paying like $2,000 a month on, wipe that slate clean. Mm-hmm. And so Not the trade off was their payment going up four hundred, but the the what they were able to do is to wipe off that two thousand dollars. So they were able to save now sixteen hundred dollars a month on top of that interest, like you said. So those credit card payments that really aren't going anywhere towards your principal that you would have to pay over time, over mm-hmm. time, over time. They don't have I mean, to worry about that anymore. And they're able to fix up their house. I mean like I said, so now their rate is higher, interest rate on their mortgage, but it, it put them in a lot it. better situation, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And so those are situations that we're seeing um, come about because of, you know, people kind of living on the right. credit cards and spending more money and charging more money on the credit cards over the last year. And look, if you don't believe us, nowadays you can Google anything. You yep. can Google a calculator specifically for credit cards, and you can input the numbers of you paying that minimum payment and how long it takes you to pay it back. It's gonna be somewhere. It says it on the statement actually. If you yeah. look at the statement, oh, yeah, nobody, does, nobody, yeah, nobody yeah, actually looks at that part because yeah. it's very it's yeah, like a small the, print. Yeah, it's like at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, they have to tell you how long it takes if <laughs> mm-hmm. you were to pay just your minimum, just a payment. minimum payment. It tells it's you, and it's some twenty years. Yeah, something, something. Easy. Yeah, something. something very, very long. Like I mean, yeah. it's something that's Payments. not even yeah reasonable. So. Even though it seems like a lot of money, you're like, damn, like I'm, I'm and paying five hundred dollars a month. But you got to think about it too, Sophia. Those same people, just because they're paying the minimum payment, they most likely probably still using that credit card, oh, too. Of course. So it's like you're, you're, you're doing this, but then you're taking the money out of your back pocket uh-huh, as you do that. So uh-huh. it's like, yeah. you know, it's not like they're just paying the credit card payment and never using it. Yeah. So that 20 years becomes 25, 30, 40, 50, Correct. you know, and it just keeps going. Correct. So never yeah. ending. Never ending. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. I mean, we all been there because I've done that before, too. When yeah. I was younger, 21, 22, 23. Listen, at least I got Shoot. the minimum payment 26, done. 26, 27, look, come on, 30, no, 35, you got, people, you got people out here still doing oh, I'm it. I'm talking about me, though. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. By the time okay. I was 27, I mean, that wasn't, <laughs> no, we was not having that. We weren't playing those games. Yeah. Like, we bought a house, we, yeah. you know, did Smart the enough. things. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Plus, but that's you know, why, that's why, like I said, with the Invest Fest I went to, like, that financial literacy, like, honestly, a lot of folks just don't know. I mean, correct. you don't, like, 
you don't know what you don't know. I mean, that's exactly. what I'm saying. So like, you don't know that these things are all that these, you know, that that's how long it takes you to make the payment. You don't know about, hey, I should do this and not use a credit card for this. Like, you don't know if nobody tells you, you just you see what you see on TV and they're there to make money and sell you, you know, so they're not going to educate you on how to go about doing these things. They're just going to let you know, hey, you can do this and use this and this would help you out if you're kind of struggling here and all that, you know, but you're really just putting yourself, you're prolonging the inevitable, really, yeah. when you do those things. So, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely true. And outside of that, I mean, in the market, it's just, you know, I've, I've what I've seen, I've seen like, um, I'm trying to think, there's been, no real good scenarios to really speak of because usually we'll tell you about some you know instances where um that's happening like in the moment but there yeah. it hasn't really been anything um besides i would say spark remember spark oh yeah. yes yeah spark. So spark funds so <laughs> yeah spark funds they they, they spark uh came and went came and went. like it's funny it's this uh it's this like get what is it called gift gif mimi gifts or whatever that um it reminds me of Spark. It's like it's the it's a Simpson character. I forget his name, but he he has a hat on. He walks in the door. He takes his hat off, puts it on the on the um like the hanger that you you have like your your jacket hanger uh-huh. and your your hat hanger, and then he puts it right back on and walks right out the door. It's <laughs> yeah. like it's literally so it's just like that sight. It's just like it, it like the Spark came and then it just left like immediately. So for anybody yeah. who don't know, here in um Virginia, there's a program called Spark S P A R C. And this particular program is a 1% rate reduction program. And so it's you have to use it in conjunction with Virginia Housing. And what it allows you to do is to reduce your interest rate by a full 1%. So, yeah. for example, if the current rate for VHDA right now is 7%, then if you are approved for the SPARC um, rate reduction, then you could potentially buy at that 6%. Now... The way it the money is given to the program is through um, funds, so money. And what happens is when you buy a house, there's something called a discount point that you could potentially pay. And so the Spark program is basically paying to reduce your rate by that 1%. And so once those funds are depleted, that's paying for this rate reduction – then the program no longer exists. It's pretty much obsolete at that point. Funds are, you run out of funds, you run out of being able to offer this product to the consumer. Well, Spark lasted about, I think they got five million, four million. Was it four million? Four four, four to five million. Four to five million. Last year they got 10 million. This year it was about four to five million. Spark lasted a good two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Two weeks, man. Two weeks, and it was depleted. It yeah. was done um, yeah. with with the Urban League. Yeah. Now, there are different programs that offer Spark, different organizations, like organizations yeah. that yeah. offer Spark. That but not, I mean, not, as, not as big and not as known. And they also didn't get as much fun. So like you said, like the Urban League, you know, they're more prevalent, yeah. so more people know about them. So right. that's one of the reasons why their funds that they were allocated ran out that yeah. quickly. And so, like, like Sophia said, like literally two weeks. Like I had a couple people who took advantage of it, and then I had other people who were looking in the market to try to find a house yeah. during the summertime. And then I remember I had somebody who was under contract who had an appointment because once you, the way it works is you get an appointment with a HUD counselor. You have to have tur- to turn a certain paperwork into them, and then 
So you have to turn the paperwork into them before you can get the appointment. Correct. So this person has turned in her paperwork. Yep. Got the appointment and, and was just they, waiting for the date to come. Yeah, waiting for the date to come, right? And it was the she set the appointment based off of the her counselor schedule. Like she was ready to go that next day, but uh-huh. her counselor had other appointments and other things going on. And so and I got so, an email saying, you know, because her appointment was like let's say next Friday. I got an email like the Thursday before saying, hey, the funds are done, and if you hadn't already, um, like you hadn't already had your appointment, you're out back. And I'm like, dang, I got this buyer who's depending upon this. Yeah. She's under contract. She's yeah. supposed to close later this month. So I got on the horn. I start calling people, and I end up finding another organization that's not as known as the Urban League that had just a couple of fun, like a couple dollars left. I was like, yo, go there today. And yeah. so she ended up going there the very next day, um, had an appointment, and we ended up getting her yeah. um, solidified. So that worked out. But I was kind of. I was a little just scared for that situation. They didn't have yeah, the I mean, she wouldn't I be able mean, to get the house. I mean, that's just what it came down to because yeah. she literally, you know, she literally was depending upon those funds um, mm-hmm. for that interest rate to be, um, a little, you know, be lower than what we were. And you know, the, the reason market why was. she needed the funds is because with this particular program, your debt to income ratio can't be over fifty percent. Correct. And so, what that ultimately means is that the income that you receive versus the debt, including your monthly payment. You can't use more than 50% of your income to pay your bills. Correct. And so if that interest rate had have been higher yeah. without the spark, then she would have been slightly above the 50%. So Correct. she needed Correct. to have that rate reduction in order to lower her monthly mortgage payment to then lower her monthly debt that she pays each month. But Correct. Correct. Man, yeah, I was tough. I was stressed out for her, like you know, I mean, that's a tough situation to be in, especially when you don't have the money to buy down the rate yourself. Correct, because that's always an option. So if you guys don't know, you can use your own funds to buy down your interest rate. Correct, that's something that is is open to anyone. Correct, but typically in today's you know environment, yeah. (laughs) People only have money for the down payment or for the closing costs, and you'll be you'll be lucky if you find somebody who has the money for both. So Correct. then now, if you're trying to get someone to then buy down the interest rate, yeah, typically they don't have the funds for that. So, Correct. um, that was the case for this particular buyer. So yeah, thank yeah. goodness yeah, you were yeah, able I was, to. I was I was stressing for her, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I can't call her and tell her, hey, you can't buy this house no more. Yeah, like, especially under contract. Offer something, yeah, offer something that was just like. Not your fault. Yeah, it's not my fault. It's not her fault. I mean, it's really nobody's fault. It's just the money depleted. And in my mind, I was like, they just got to, like, how they produce that type of situation. To me, like, I feel like they if you, set an, if you schedule an appointment with the HUD counselor, they should have those funds allocated for that person. Now, if that person doesn't fulfill that meeting or whatever, and there's a fallout from that, okay, then now those funds are now available to whoever whoever else right. comes along. But you can't set an appointment and set that expectation with someone and then say, hey, now the funds are, are ran out. And they're, cause, and also, like we talked about, for this program, you have to be under contract to actually be able to mm-hmm. take advantage. So, like, you know, we're saying, hey, we got to wait till this person's under contract to now schedule this appointment. 
And when they do that, now you're saying, okay, hey, the funds are gone. Like that just doesn't that don't yeah. that don't make sense. Like you know what I'm saying? Like and it's not I don't like think I can it was understand. like that last year. I yeah. think that because of the need of Spark yeah. in our community and the rate environment that we're in, yeah. Spark wasn't really one of those programs that was like put to the forefront because yeah. rates at some, at one point were good on their own. Correct. So having Spark really this was just didn't like a, matter. Yeah, it was like an extra. So it was now, like a bonus almost. But yeah. now this is like it went now from last year being a bonus to now being needed. Yes, <laughs> it became yeah. a need. So yeah. you know how everything goes when it when it becomes a need. Yeah. You know, everybody jump on it. It's like, oh, you got Spark? Yeah. You need Spark? Yeah. yeah everybody needs yeah, Spark. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> That's absolute fact. So, but yeah, we um, I feel like we said a lot, man. Um, I know normally we have everything timed out, so you know we're coming up on our time. Um, we typically do, you know, a quote of the day, and we also do um our knowledge question as well. Mm-hmm. I think this time, since it's been such a um a minute since we recorded, we just kind of wanted to catch everybody up on what was been going on, why you haven't heard from us. Um, so we're going to forego doing those today, but next week we'll definitely get back to, you know, a regular schedule program of how we normally conduct the, the podcast as far right. as those things. Cause those are things that we definitely want to make sure that we, uh, continuing as we, uh, as we proceed to grow. Yes, so. yes, yes. Well, guys, thank you for listening to our podcast today and we will see you next week. Definitely see you next week and I'll shout out, uh, or just, you know, obviously our, Social media, you know, I'm again oh, Brian yeah. Royster, so Brian underscore Royster, it's B R Y A N underscore Royster, R O Y S T E R. And I'm, um, I am, uh, well, wait, so what did I say? S K B underscore Mortgage. Lord. There you go. Yeah, it's been really a minute. I told you, that. look, we were just a little, little, little rusty, you know, yeah. some of the things SKB that we know. S K B underscore Mortgage. Yeah. Yes, that yeah. is my, so that's one of my social medias right there. That's my business page. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, Y'all need anything from us, have any questions, definitely reach out to us. Uh, We're here to help. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week.